Well, good evening. Thank you for joining the show. My name's Jake Atwood. This is Braving the Night. And tonight's episode is called God Speaks. It'll be episode number eight. Hope everyone's doing well. want to say thank you for tuning into the show. I look forward to what uh, God might be saying to us tonight. And uh, yeah, friends, God really does speak. You know, there's a lot of different ways that he talks to us. And, uh, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, through audible voice. It's not just, uh, you know, through nature. He's got a lot of different ways. He speaks through people. He speaks through his Holy Spirit, through the written word, the Holy Bible. He does speak audibly. He speaks through dreams. Uh, He speaks through knowings. He speaks through our conscience. Uh, God speaks through angels, and he definitely speaks through Jesus. And so I just want to share with anyone tonight um, that has their ears open and has been thirsty and hungry to hear from God that He is always speaking. And I want to encourage you tonight, if you feel dry, or you feel isolated, or you feel alone, or you've been in a place where you're saying, hey God, I've been crying out, and I just don't seem to hear from you. I've been praying to you, and I don't feel like I'm getting an answer from you. Well, before the the night is over, I hope that God uh, will speak to you in some way, an encouraging word that gives you hope to uh, continue to listen for his voice and to remember that he created us in such a way and he created this world in such a way that he's able to speak to us in ways that are just unimaginable and like that list that I just shared with you that's just the tip of the iceberg but I do want to share with you out of the Bible obviously one way that he speaks to us uh, Psalms 19 1 through 4 It's a poem of praise by King David, and it says, God's splendor is a tale that is told. It's written in the stars. Space itself speaks of his story through the marvels of the heavens. His truth is on tour in the starry vault of the sky, showing his skill in creation's craftsmanship. Each day gushes out its message to the next night by night whispering its knowledge to all without a sound without a word without a voice being heard yet all the world can hear its echo everywhere its message goes out what a heavenly home god has set for the sun shining in the superdome of the sky and that's the passion translation but listen to that friends i want to repeat that uh, verse three without a sound without a word, without a voice being heard, yet all the world can hear its echoes. We can hear the echo of God's voice in creation itself. We can hear the echo of God's voice when we step out and we look at the sky, or when we look at the ground, when we look at the trees, we can see the echo of God when we see a child born. We can hear his voice through all creation. And we're able to confirm his voice through his written word. And the word says that his Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. That his Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus. In fact, John 1.14 says, 
so the word became human and made his home among us he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory the glory of the father's one and only son the word became human and Jesus walked and dwelt among us that's amazing friends and so God was here on earth speaking to us as his son Jesus it's amazing um, the layers of intricacy and beauty that God creates through all of his creation and his son Jesus he comes to earth and he walked with humans and he talked with humans he was born of a, of a human woman he was born through the flesh through a body divinely born and he walks and he talks with us and uh, you know he went back to heaven right he went back to sit next to the father and he brought his holy spirit down and i just want to encourage the listeners tonight that no matter what you're going through no matter the circumstances no matter how long you've been going through your circumstance that i believe god has a word for you and that his word is timely you know i've gone through a lot of struggles um, in the past and there have been times that uh, I've just said to myself you know I don't think that God is listening and uh, I don't think that he cares you know because I was wanting uh, to see something happen immediately or I was wanting to see something happen that you know I could say this is beyond coincidence and I want it to be big and loud and I wanted it to be a powerful situation but you know the reality is is that one of the ways that God has created um, as using a tool to communicate with us is community and that's what's so powerful about the church you know he, he never designed us to be by ourselves. doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian whether you're you know a mature grown adult and you've been walking with God for the last 75 years and, and you know you're strong and you're stable and your roots go deep um, it doesn't matter how stable you are you're still designed to walk among community because that's where we hear the echo of God's voice through people that we're surrounded by you know and what's so cool about that too is that when you're plugged into community when you're around people that come together often who are on mission with Jesus it's not just that God talks to you through them it's that God talks through you to them I'll say that one more time that that's kind of a tongue twister you know when we're in community and when we get around other people who are on mission with Jesus it's not just that God talks through them to you it's also that he talks through you to them and that's the beautiful thing about relationship is that when we communicate with one another when we live life alongside one another when we're in, in deep fellowship with one another the Holy Spirit it's like playing ping-pong just back and forth you know the Holy Spirit is just uh, is just generating life and vibrancy back and forth among one another and we're able to encourage one another we're able to edify one another we're able um, to sharpen one another and one of the things that I, I will combat the rest of my life um, 
is isolation. It's something that, you know, I have been prone to, you know, being what they consider more of an introvert, you know. And by the way, if you're an introvert, that's not an excuse to just go run off and be a lone prophet by yourself, you know, in a cave. But, you know, we got different personality types. And Jesus went and and he went to the mountains, you know, and would go pray by himself. But he always came back. He always came back to fellowship. And so there's a season that you go, right? And you go and you get refreshed and you get your alone time. But then the majority of our life, God calls us to be in fellowship with one another. But one of the things that I will always push for and fight for, even though it's one of my very own struggles, is to make intentional time to be around others. And friends, it's not easy. In tonight's episode, I feel like uh, one of the veins that we're going to go into is is that isolation part and that being alone part um, is something that we're going to have to be intentional to fight against. The Word became human and made His home among us. You know, Jesus just said, hey, I'm plopping myself right down in the middle of humanity. I'm going to walk with them and talk with them. You know, I'm going to eat food with them and fellowship with them. And the cool thing is uh, he, he gives us a model to follow where we're able to do that. Um, we're able to do that ourselves. So if I could ask you a question tonight, you know, obviously you wouldn't be able to answer back, but more of a introspective type question. Would it be okay to ask what is stopping you from connecting with other people? I'm asking myself that same question. What is stopping me from connecting with other people? You know, is it time? Is it your availability? Is it that somebody's hurt you? You know, and you're struggling to build relationships because you're you're dealing with a wound that. Uh, you know, has followed you everywhere you go? You know, is it distance or proximity? Maybe, you know, you're uh, not around a lot of people because of proximity. You know, what what is stopping you from connecting with other people? You know, if, if God was to say, hey, I'll answer your prayer, I'll talk to you. I'll share my secrets with you. I'll show my kingdom to you. I'll empower you. I'll work signs and wonders among you. If he was to answer that prayer that you asked, but he said, hey, you got to get around people for me to make that happen. What would it take for, for you to do that? You know, I had mentioned, you know, wounds and pain for me it took forgiveness and it took trusting other people one of my best buds i've got a couple best buds i don't have a lot of best buds but one of one of my best buds uh and a man that i highly respect and i honor uh who i consider basically a spiritual father uh, or a spiritual big brother you know however you want to say it but a man that uh, discipled me his name is jared shoals 
and uh, he's a pastor of the church that we came from back in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, this guy took so much time out of his life to just spend time with me and a lot of other people. But I was amazed at how many times through the course of us just hanging out together, you know, he would invite me over to work on the church building. It was an old, you know, an old building. And uh, he would say, hey, man, do you want to help me go in and um, work on some carpet? Or, hey, you know what, we've got some electrical wiring that needs done. Would you be willing to go up on the roof with me and help me with that? But through the course of these situations that didn't look super holy and you know it didn't it wasn't the a church setting per se but it was just a normal day-to-day casual setting through the course of our relationship I can't tell you how many times God spoke to me through our conversation you know I would come in with a lot of questions and a lot of struggles and things that I was trying to work out and things that I was asking God about just all kinds of clutter you know, and then I would get around Jared, and it's not that he would have a textbook answer for me, or it's not that we would just sit down in front of the Bible, which we did many times, by the way, um, but we would just literally have conversations with one another, and it's amazing how God stirs up those things in our, in our conscience, and in our heart, and in our mind, and in our spirit, and he brings it to the surface of conversation, and then the Holy Spirit guides that conversation. And next thing you know, you're getting answered prayer. Or you're getting healed in your heart. Or you're getting revelation and revealed secrets of the kingdom, truth of God. And my friend, my, my, my the, the pastor of the church that we came from, Jared Scholes, that guy consistently poured hour after hour after hour into me and into countless young men and into countless uh, people uh, in just the most uh, relatable way, you know. And so there was a season of my life for about uh, eight years where I never questioned if God was speaking. If I did, it was very rare. You know, not to say I didn't have tough questions and I wasn't waiting on answered prayer. Because I was, you know, there's just some things that you just have to wait on. And God will give you, sometimes God will give us a word and say, not right now. But there wasn't a lot of times in that season of my life where I questioned if God was speaking. I was so active in His kingdom through community that it was like an abundance of... uh, an abundance of people that God would echo his voice through. And that's why I'm sharing tonight, friends, the power of community. That we can get alone and we can get dysfunctional with our thoughts. And isn't it, isn't it true that our thoughts can take us into rabbit holes that we don't really want to go down? But once you go down, you know, it piques your curiosity or you're familiar with that rabbit hole. Maybe you've gone down it once before, even though it's not a good place to go. But you're familiar with it and it's like those those strongholds and those thoughts in our mind and those feelings and those emotions that we're used to even if they're wrong or they're leading us astray 
they seem to be that voice that we listen to and it's the very voice that keeps us from hearing the voice of God and when you're thriving around people on mission with Jesus who are plugged into the Bible consistently with good teaching with sound doctrine who are vulnerable and honest with one another you will find that the Holy Spirit is free to speak to you because you're surrounded by a multitude and again I want to stress that it's a community of people that are consistently in the Word of God in the Bible, that are consistently in prayer with one another, that are consistently in fellowship with one another. Because if you just get a group of people together, God can speak through that. All right, you could be in a crowd of people, and you know you could be getting coffee at the coffee shop, and you just prayed something, and the bartender just says some word that you know that you know that you know that God spoke. But we don't always have those situations happen and, and and a lot of times you know God is speaking to us through people that we know and that we're around consistently and you can be more confident that it's a word from God not not that it's 100% sure but more confident that it's a word from God when you are getting wise counsel from people who are in the word of God and uh, and I you know and so you know tonight if you've been saying, hey, God, I've got a lot on my mind and I've, I've got a lot of questions and I've been waiting to hear from you. I want to nudge you in that direction of going to, going to a friend that, that, that uh, loves Jesus and talking with them. Who knows, maybe, maybe something will come out of that where, where God will give you a word. There's a song by Rich Mullins, and it's called My Deliverer. And Rich Mullins, uh, again, this is going to date me, you know, he was uh, a Christian artist back in the 80s and 90s, and he passed away. But that song, My Deliverer, the lyrics of it, in it, he's, he's talking about Jesus coming. Um, or sorry, he's talking about Jesus, uh, you know, coming to earth and being born a, uh, a human, right? But uh, it's, he's a baby, and uh, he, they say, My deliverer is coming, my deliverer is standing by. Through a dry and thirsty land, water from the Kenyan Heights pours itself out of Lake Sangra's broken heart. There in the Sahara winds, Jesus heard the whole world cry, for the healing that would flow from his own scars, the world was singing, my deliverer is coming, my deliverer is standing by. And it goes on to say, he will never break his promise. He has written it upon the sky. And friends, just like we read in Psalms 19, one through four, creation is declaring the glory of God creation speaks of the creator he will never break his promise he has written it upon the sky and you can confirm that in his word in his written word in his bible and it says my deliverer is coming my deliverer is standing by i will never doubt his promise though i doubt my heart i doubt my eyes my deliverer is coming. My deliverer is standing by. 
He will never break his promise, though the stars should break faith with the sky. Even if creation itself quit declaring who God is, God's promise still stands strong because he has spoken it and it echoes through all eternity. And friends, that is the truth. God's word will never return void. God speaks. If you don't have a word right now that you've been looking for from an answered prayer or from questions, get into the Bible and at least go straight to the New Testament and start reading anything in red because that is Jesus speaking. Go to the New Testament and start reading the red words. So many times I've done that where I'm like, God, I just need to hear your voice. And I, I go right to my Bible and I go right to the New Testament. And Jesus speaks all throughout the Bible. I mean, it, it's written in prophecy through the Old Testament. And you can, you can follow the truth of who Jesus is all the way into Genesis. It's amazing how God has layered, you know, his, his son into the Bible. The word became flesh. My deliverer is coming. My deliverer is standing by. Friends, this this we're in a we're, we're in a battle. So much of this battle is for our minds. And unfortunately, we're seeing, you know, civil unrest all across the world. We're seeing it in our nation. But friends, the battle is for our minds. We battle not against flesh, flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And so often we're looking for a, a verbal word to be spoken from God. You know, we want to hear him echo words. and All right, God, if this is really you, then say it out loud. But there's times when we just need to trust God's promise that he'll never leave us or forsake us. I remember my my daughter when she was a year or two old, she woke up and she was having, you know, a nightmare. She was crying uncontrollably. And I held her, you know, I picked her up and I held her. And I, I, was, I didn't say a word. In fact, I had tried to, but the more I was speaking, the louder she would get and the more uncontrollable she would get because she was just having a, a nightmare, you know, and kids go through that occasionally. And so I just quieted down and I held her. And when I think of that scripture that God will never leave us or forsake us, the fact that he is with us speaks for itself. That it's in the presence of God that he is still speaking to us. He is still speaking that he is there for us and that he is in control. And just as I held my daughter, whether she knew that or not, it didn't change that I was going to hold her and love her 
I was going to be there for her as she went through that. I was going to protect her and comfort her. And so in one way, I was speaking to her. I just wasn't using my words. And when she finally settled down and she went back to sleep, I continued to hold her until I put her back to bed. But the whole time, in a way, I was speaking to her. And God is doing that for us. And He's doing that for you. And He will never leave you. And He will never forsake you. And He loves you. Wow, He's so good. He's so gracious. So what is stopping you from connecting with other people? What is stopping you from opening your heart to hearing God's voice? What is stopping you from opening your Bible? We get busy. Life gets busy, doesn't it? What, you know, you might be in school, college, things take precedent. You know, we have to prioritize. Things like that, you know, can often uh, muffle God's voice in our life. You know, and, and, they're, and they're, these are real things. We get busy, you know. If you're a parent and you've got kids, you get busy. You know, we're taking care of our kids. You know, we've got dinner to cook. We've got jobs to work. You know, we have things to take care of around the house. If you're a college student, you know, you're going to college. You have exams. You need to study. You need, you need to, uh, you know, get some sleep. <laughs> Most college students probably aren't because you're up studying so late. And uh, hopefully you're not out partying too much. And, uh, you know, but uh, if you are, you know, Get your butt back in church. God will show you the greatest adventure of your life, you know, when you are plugged into people on mission with Jesus. But my point being, that was a bit of a tangent. My point being, a lot of times the busyness of life, you know, can squander and squash the voice of God. And when we're faithful to Him and we honor Him with our time and we say, hey God, you know what? My day is busy. My night is long. I've got a lot of things to do, but I want to stop. I want to stop right where I'm at and just give you some time. That honors God. And he shows up. There's, you know, you don't, I, I can't count the times that I have just said to myself, you know what, I, I, I'm in the middle of a crunch and I've got this appointment here and I've got this thing to do, but God, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop right now. And I go find that quiet place and I go wherever that I can get and I just stop. And sometimes I don't even speak. I just stop and I just say, here I am, God. Other times I've had God say, you know what, Jake, if you want to hear more of my voice, just start reading my Bible. Start listening to some worship music every day. You know, start, you know, calling up a friend. In, in talking about God 
You know, God, it, it, God loves it when we talk about them. Not in a negative way, obviously, but when we call up our friends and just get into a conversation about God. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you about God today. I was reading this thing and I heard this message and man, have you ever thought about this and that? And are you just get into a conversation where you just start to just chew on the things of God? He loves that. May the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth be pleasing to you, O God. He loves when the meditation of our heart he loves when, when we take the, our thoughts captive and we begin to, you know, just place them on who He is and on, on what He is doing. And we start to just focus our thoughts on Him and, and allow Him to guide our thoughts into places of life and life more abundantly. It pleases God when we do that. And the fruit of that is that God begins to speak in our life. Again, that echo just starts to cascade out of us and through us and around us. You start to see the fingerprints of God all around you. Friends, we have so many tools we can tap into to communicate with God. No believer, no person on mission with Jesus, no follower of Christ should be isolated or alone or in a place where you know, they believe God isn't talking to them. And I'm not, and, and you know, uh, I, you know, God, maybe there is a, a time where God does allow a period, you know, where um, he's testing us and we're not hearing his voice, you know, the wilderness, the wilderness per se. But I believe he gave you a word before you went into the wilderness that'll get you through that wilderness. Because that's the point of a test, right? that you've been shown things and taught things from the teacher about the very thing that you're gonna go and be tested about. And you're able to go back into your memories and say, okay, this is what I learned, this is what I know. And I might not be in a position where I can ask the teacher for the answer right now, but I know that I've been given the word, I've been given the instruction, I've been giving you know, the answers that I need to get through this. So even in those situations, you know, I believe that God has given you the word that you need to get through that season where it's quiet. But even then, God is still by your side. God speaks. I just feel it on my heart to encourage a parent right now that's listening and you've been praying for your child and you've said my my child doesn't listen to God doesn't hear God doesn't want to hear God I just want to encourage you that I believe God is getting ready uh, to say some things to your child and to speak hope and life to your child and that the prayers that you've been praying God has heard and that there's going to be reconciliation. That the the pain that you felt, you know, from seeing your child go through what they've gone through, you know, walking away from God, that that pain is is going to be taken away and replaced with a new hope and a new peace, a new joy. And that there's going to be such beautiful fruit that comes out of what God's about to do. 
And so if that's you, I would take hold of this. You know, when I say those things in faith, I believe that, uh, like I said, God does give words through people. And and uh, if, I'm, if I'm wrong because it's the pizza that I ate last night, I apologize. But uh, God speaks. Well, I want to end the show tonight with a prayer. Moses was praying or he was given an order from God, a command from God. In Numbers 6, 24 through 25. And in it, he says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. I just speak that blessing over every person listening. And I want to highlight where it says the Lord turn his face toward you. Just picture that. Can you picture Jesus turning his face toward you? The life in his eyes. The glory that would shine off of him. The beauty of who he is. Can you imagine him speaking to you? The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Well, friends, I want to thank you so much for joining the show tonight. You know, if you liked what you heard, would you please go on uh, any platform that you like? Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, leave a message. You know, click a like. Our Facebook page is Braving the Night Podcast. You'd be willing to join us there and help us grow this show. Um, I would really appreciate that. I think the way that we're really going to get this show going is through word of mouth. You know, and so if you would speak to your friends about the show, that would be awesome. And so I want to thank you so much for joining the show. Pray that you have a blessed week. And I just encourage you, keep your ears open, keep your heart open. And have an expectant heart that God's going to speak to you this week. Till next time.